Make Life Delicious, the podcast, is more than the food we eat. It's what else in life that makes us feel, be, and act delicious. We'll have conversations about real life, its messiness, and the things we can't live without. The ups, the downs, and the things we do on the daily to maintain our health, strength, and our balance. We'll talk about the unconventional wisdom and the alternative practices used in raising families, from healing to sex, because life's juicy. We are so excited and so ready to share how we make life delicious every day and how you can too. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome to Make Life Delicious, the podcast. Megs and I love to gather and share with you all of our wild and woolly adventures, friends, and things that we do to help keep a strong, healthy, happy, and feeling juicy. In today's conversation, we want to talk about the inner child. Part of personal growth and living a truly authentic life may mean one looks deeper into the parts of our shadow self. We hope to shine a light on methods that have helped both of us grow and learn more about ourselves as we continue on the path of healing and blossoming. These methods truly were catalysts for my personal healing and getting my life back onto track. Many healers, metaphysical teachers, personal development life coaches talk about the inner child. And it's okay if you haven't heard about it, but it was a big part of my personal healing journey. I was first introduced to the inner child while trying to alleviate my anxiety while in the thick of severe panic disorder. Tired of feeling out of it from taking Valium and Xanax, the drugs that I had to take back then, I was on a mad search to find relief without having to take drugs. So I joined a support group. And that group was led by Royce Morales, a metaphysical teacher. She helped by leading us to our root cause of our fears by peeling away the onion of our wild childhood emotional roller coaster ride. Her methods of releasing childhood traumas, limiting beliefs, old stories, patterns, and behaviors helped so much that I could actually live and breathe again. Getting in touch with my inner child paying attention to her, my life slowly began to improve. I wasn't completely out of the woods, but I was getting better. I was open to learning more ways to help my healing journey. A friend had invited me to go to a healing seminar, and there I was introduced to Ho'oponopono, a Hawaiian spiritual healing technique. I signed up and began my studies with Dr. E. Haleakala Yulen over 25 years ago. Ho'oponopono, known as a forgiveness practice, forgiving and cleaning up whatever has happened to us and what we have done to others. The word ho'opono roughly translate to cause things to move back into balance or to make things right. Pono means balance. The ho'oponopono prayer that many of you may recognize is four sayings. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. It is said as needed to rebalance yourself or any relationship you might, you might have. My biggest takeaway and learnings from Ho'oponopono, however, was the spiritual practice of the three parts that was taught, the father, the mother, and the child. It was taught that each one of these spiritual parts lives inside us, and it's in this practice that I learned to pay close attention to my inner child, to take care of her. Just like our own children, our inner child needs to be seen, heard, and to pay attention to. What I realized is when I forgot about taking care 
or when I forget about taking care of my inner child, I find more that I'm on edge. Sickness is more likely to creep in. And because I forgot to pay close attention to myself and my inner child, my health can sometimes wane. Yeah, it's, you know, I'm very grateful for you and your practices, mom, because hearing the story that you did to take care of yourself was such a catalyst of my own journey of healing my wounds and my beliefs. And I just want to touch on, if you're unfamiliar, what metaphysics is a branch of philosophy concerned with the nature of existence, being, and the world. Metaphysics arguably is a foundation of philosophy. Aristotle calls it the first philosophy or sometimes just wisdom and is the subject that deals with the first causes and the principle of things. I know you said that Royce called these first causes and what I've learned in my time I worked with Royce is these decision forming incidences. So these experience of either good or bad, and we would decide that we were either unworthy or not good enough, or we had failed, or those limiting beliefs would become stories we'd carry throughout our lives based on things that happened through our lives starting at birth. And what she really taught is that until we started to unravel these beliefs and work on them, we, you know, we talked about limiting beliefs and busting these limiting beliefs in episode 27 on Make Life Delicious, this podcast with a belief expert, Shelly Lefko, and which we both love Shelly so much and her powerful program to break free from these limiting beliefs. And I just want to also say that, you know, metaphysics is philosophical. It's about explaining the fundamental nature of the world and what it means to be human. But spirituality, on the other hand, is more experiential and has to do with the spiritual practices and the development and discovery of the self. So that's the difference between, you know, metaphysics and spirituality and where people can kind of get confused between the two. But I think what both these these practices that we've done with inner child work and limiting beliefs and um, uncovering our shadow selves or the wounds, you know, these are really hot topics that you hear people discussing right now, working with your inner child, bringing light to your shadows. And it can be very intimidating. It can be, it's not easy. You know, when people talk about what I, I love looking at memes from spiritual awakenings, I'll put in air quotes, you know, people are like, you expect it to be all rainbows and unicorns and butterfly and this beautiful thing. And the reality is a lot of spiritual awakening is facing your fears, facing the dark truths. And really it's like more so like what you would imagine the underworld or hell to look like, because you're really having to face all these things to detach from them and not let them define you. It's breaking up these stories and these truths that you hold so deep in your heart so that you can live in that rainbowy, beautiful, sunshiny world, not forgetting that past, but not letting it define you. Or guide you or drive you. Because I think what you're saying, Megan, is so true when it comes to this um, deep personal growth work. It's painful. I mean, I lived 10 years painful to get to that place of happy. Like you're calling it rainbows. I just wanted to be happy. I still, if 
You know, I do personal growth work all the time and they'll say, well, what's the one thing that you want in your life? Well, the one thing I want is I want to be happy and I want to be healthy. Well, if you're happy, hopefully you're healthy. And what I found is working with your inner child really is that next level of really taking care of yourself. So how do you work with your inner child? Because everyone does this differently, but what's the practice that you do daily that helps you from uncovering or paying attention to her? It's the connection. Yeah, it's a total connection. So what I learned in Ho'oponopono, I mean, you guys, it would be so funny because I would teach that to you as little kids. We would we would pack an imaginary backpack. And I do it in my morning practice where I connect and listen to my child. She has a name, Kala, because you name her. And in that backpack is all the essentials that my inner child needs for the day. So I, you, you start with, okay, what color do you want your backpack? What do you want to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? I pack it in the backpack. What do you want to wear? And what are the things that are going to keep you busy and having fun in your backpack? Maybe she wants paints. Maybe she wants a journal board. Maybe she wants a books or magazines. I pack it all in this imaginary backpack and I zip it up. And then I literally, you can, you, I don't know if you can see me, but I just, I pretend I'm putting this backpack on me. And what that is saying to my inner child is, I hear you, I see you, I got you. You are protected, you are safe, and you're going to have a great day today. And that setting up every day, you know, yes, there's some days I miss it. We'll talk about that. But then my, my inner child knows I've said hello, good morning, and I've, I've, I've touched her today. And then at the end of the day, when I'm in bed, I undo my backpack. I put all the trash in the trash can and the dirty clothes in the dirty clothes and I hang up the backpack and I'm off to sleep. And you know what? I've, I've really found over the years that, you know, I can miss a day or two here or there, but if I miss weeks on end and don't pay attention, that's when I go, oh, wow. And that like that recently happened to me this year, you know, where I, I got really sick. And, and it was because I forgot about myself. I forgot about myself. I forgot about taking care of myself and I forgot about my inner child and they get really, really upset. So kind of like when you get hankery, when you're hungry and you haven't fed yourself, that's like your inner child going, hello, I'm hungry. Feed me, see me. I love that this practice, you know, I did it. I tried it for a couple of years. You know, I resisted a lot of the hona, the Ho'oponopono prayer. I remember like I had a lot of resistance and typically when there's resistance, it's that there's work that needs to be done. Um, and what I found for me is that that practice of packing the backpack didn't necessarily, my inner child didn't love that. She just wanted to be acknowledged. So for me, mm. it's that waking up in the morning and what I learned through Shauna Shapiro, Dr. Shauna Shapiro, when I was in Esalen with Jack Cornfield, was just waking up in the morning, putting my hands on my chest and saying, good morning, Megan. I love you. I see you. Thank you. 
And that acknowledgement of myself, like before I get out of bed, before I even open my eyes, I know it's like that you're in that waking up phase. I just put my hands over my heart and in my head, I just say that. And that acknowledgement is truly all I need. And I think that's where the evolution of everyone's practices gets to be your own is that, you know, routines are great. And if you notice a routine isn't serving a purpose then it's time to find a new one and to let it go because that structure might have served its purpose and it's time to evolve it. And for me, it was that I found I was resenting my morning routines of checking in and really taking care of my inner child. And that those observations of darker aspects of myself, I might not love, but what I've taken it into is more of a a practice. It's a lifestyle. So I noticed that by waking up in the morning and that quick check-in, I've touched in with my inner child. I notice that if I'm getting hangry, oh, Megan, you're not taking care of yourself. Time to go eat. Pause what you're doing. It's that I notice if I'm staring at my computer screen for 12 hours of a day, try, working on stuff or trying to do things, or I'm finding myself getting frustrated, that's my my notion of okay, my inner child is ready to get up. I need to move. I need to switch something up. I'm going to go outside and take my dog for a walk. I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to change my environment or, okay, I guess tonight I need to do something creative. I need to dance. I need to draw. I need to do a, um, those like mandala books, like a coloring book for adults or for anybody, get your kids (laughs) coloring book and color in there, do something fun, you know, whatever that is. Um, that it's not necessarily, it doesn't look so structured. It's more so I'm at this place now where I can notice if I'm talking to somebody and I'm feeling myself get worked up or angry or I'm feeling judgmental, everyone's a mirror. So what in that person am I seeing in myself that I haven't been paying attention to or something new I didn't know I had within me that I didn't like? And that is that practice, that understanding, that awareness building the awareness of everything or your, the outer world is a reflection of your inner world. And so if you take the time to really foster a beautiful growing garden and this lovely serene place inside of you, the world is going to show up like that, even in the midst of the chaos that we are living in, you know? So you can either choose to feed into that, or you can choose to create be the change you wish to see in the world, create that change, be the keeper of that light, be that positivity, work through your shadows so that you can take responsibility for your actions and really get to know your inner child. And if a great place to start is that backpack practice where if you're not somebody that loves meditating, cause pegs, that sounds like you do it twice a day. You do it in the morning when you pack your backpack and then you do it at night before you go to sleep. And that that is basically an active meditation. It's a visualization of you walking yourself through this process, checking in and putting to sleep your inner child. And that too does help with the monkey brain and all of these other things. A hundred percent. And just, just the validation. It's just like any child, your own children. Look at your own children. When you see your own children winging out, having tantrums, like you said, Megan, that's the mirror. You know, it's your, what's happening inside you. They're just acting it out for you to see, to pay attention. A hundred percent. That was it. I was going to say it's attention. Your self, Mm -hmm. your internal self, you want attention 
and your children want attention, the people around you in your life, whether it's a partner, your husband, your wife, your friend, a lot of the times when those fights or arguments or disagreements come up, it's just attention. So this is such a wonderful practice. You know, Royce, because of you, I'm so grateful for your your learnings that helped my learnings. And I hope, we hope that our learnings, if you've never heard of metaphysics, if you've never heard of inner child work, to look into it and to also check out Shelly. We'll link her again in the podcast in the show notes below. You know, these are tools that you can start exploring, investigating, and trying on because it's all about finding what works for you. As I've said, I don't do the backpack meditation every day, but I do my, my Shauna Shapiro. Hello. Good morning. I love you. You know, like that acknowledgement. And Shauna Shapiro, I love her book. I love that book. So it's called good morning. I love you. We'll put that in our show notes as well. And anything else that we love about inner child work, even Ho'opono, there's great um, YouTube videos that you can actually listen to. So um, we'll share all of that with you today. And we just want to say that if um, you enjoyed this episode of Make Life Delicious, please subscribe, rate, and review so we may continue to bring delicious new ideas, juicy ideas, and episodes to you every week. And if you love this, you can get more tips. Follow along with us on Instagram at Korea Girls Kitchen, Pinterest. We're constantly sharing fun recipes and lifestyle tips on our website, koreagirlskitchen.com. And we look forward to seeing you at the next episode. Love you all. Bye.